Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayers morning Bible study. My name is Layla, and I'd like to thank you for joining us this morning. Before we get into the word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the instruction that you've left for us, Lord, so that we can grow in you, Lord. And we thank you for your heart, that it's only good towards us, Lord, and that you only desire our best, Lord, and our salvation. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity with to be with our partners and our listeners this morning as we continue to grow into the stature of the fullness of the perfect man that is Christ Jesus, Lord. And we thank you for all good things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Ephesians. We are in chapter four, and this morning we're covering, we're continuing to cover on verses 17 through 32. So if you're joining us for the first time or you are rejoining us, I just want to encourage you to take the time and opportunity now to pause the episode and read that section of scripture just to make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. All right. And at this time, the floor is open. and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Charles. Well, there's a few points that the Lord was pointing out to me, I should say. The, um, the first being inside of verse 24, when you see that he's t- Paul talks about putting on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was just reminding me of that he does not force it on us. Mm-hmm. He doesn't force us to change our habits or to be holy mm-hmm. just because we say a couple of words. No, the choice is ultimately ours, mm-hmm. and it is ours. Mom, you, always, you tell us that earth is a choosing ground it's not the lord choosing for us but as as humans we have to make the choice mm-hmm. and we can see here that he is encouraging them to walk in and go into the fullness of what the lord already has laid out for them it's mm-hmm. like a pair of clothes laying on your bed you have to put them on if you don't you're going to be in your same dirty clothes or mm-hmm. without clothes mm-hmm. but as long as you leave them on the bed you can't expect to be clothed in those clothes Amen. Same is true here. We can't expect it to magically appear on ourselves and our actions and attitudes will change miraculously. No, we have to put in the work. As you were saying in the last episode, Promise, we have to put in the work. The Lord's going to help us and give us wisdom on how to do it. But we still have to provide the labor, the manpower, I should say, the effort. Jesus, the Holy Spirit didn't come down and move Jesus like a puppet. And mm-hmm. Jesus just stood there and the Holy Spirit brought everybody to Jesus. No, Jesus went and acted as the Holy Spirit directed him to do. Mm -hmm. His legs still carried him to where he needed to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. He was willing in his desire or his delight. I'll say an incredible thing when we really consider it. He delighted to do the Father's will and that the Father would be pleased. That was a we say often, honey, honey, about that. That was his driving force. Mm-hmm. And it should be our driving force. And as you say, we have a choice of what we're going to do. Are we going to seek the Lord and his nature, his character and attributes in our life that people see 
the Lord through us? Or will we reflect the nature, character, and attributes of Satan, the adversary, and the devil? We have a, a say in those things. And that say is demonstrated by our choice. And in that choosing, we also have to remain. You know, and what you were saying, I was also reminded of it. It's written in Colossians, but it's written in many places in the scripture about those two natures, right? The things to put off and the thing or to restrain, to uproot from our life. Not restrain as in suppress them. Restrain as in remove them mm-hmm. from our life. Yes. And, and the things to put on. It's really Colossians 3, verses 1 through 10. But I want to read verses 4 through 10. Um, it says, When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And that's, of course, because we have chosen Christ. We have believed in him. He's our God. We're his people. We've entered into a, the new life. We're a new creation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then yes. it says, Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these things, anger, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth, Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. So we see there a continuation of what we're speaking about even in the previous episode. Christ is the pattern example, and we are called to be conformed to his image, or being made perfect, being perfect, as our Heavenly Father also is perfect. Other versions say holy, but it's really being perfect. And we see here, we're informed, instructed, encouraged, and admonished to be conformed to the image of Christ, to be perfect. Continue, sir. And then the second point is that when we look at the section in my Bible, it calls it, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, And we see all the various things that he writes down, and it's not as humans what we would label as big sin or, or little sin but he's talking about all the things that the nitty gritty i should say that as humans we don't want to look at or we want to wave away saying that it's too small even to be considered and how paul is saying these are what these sins are what truly grieves the holy spirit um i know as, he, as for myself i know at least that you should not rob a bank because it's bad mm-hmm. you should not murder And as humans on the whole, we tend to understand these things. But he starts getting down to the things that as humans, we want to overlook or say, oh, Lord, I've done more good than I have done wrong, Lord. So you'll just forgive me of these things. And he's talking about, no, these are all the various ways that we rob the Holy Spirit of being able to move in our lives or the goodness of Mm -hmm. God being able to be shown in our lives by the Lord because we're doing all these things. Um, It's kind of if you have in your um, in a field i should say and you start building a fence while the fence may not go up 10 meters but if you put up a three meter fence um people are going to have a tough time getting in and the same is true in our own lives we're taking these little blocks and building up the building up the fence from the against the lord Mm. while may not be that extra long huge thick wall but 
even these thin walls stop the Lord from getting in because he's not going to break it down like the Kool-Aid man to get mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. He's going to allow you be because if you are setting up walls, you don't want anybody in there. Amen to that. And wow. how when we take the perspective of, okay, Lord, these are putting up little walls in between me and you and we start tearing them down, then we'll be able to see all the various things that Paul is describing. And you have to consider that he says, therefore, um, inside of verse 25, this is just a continuation of putting out the old man and taking up the new man's deeds. And he, um, inside of verse 17, he says, do not walk according to the Gentiles. And he's talking about all the various actions that um, we see others, other humans exhibit and say, wow, that's cool. And what we want to do, because we don't want to seem out of the crowd or seem to stand out because we are living a holy life before the Lord and we want to fit in still. These are all the things that also grieve the Holy Spirit because we're not willing to be separated or to Amen. signify that we are gods. And we see that inside the Gospels where it says, if you're ashamed of my father, um, essentially, I'll be ashamed of you as well. That's not the exact wording, but that's the gist of what he's getting at. If you don't acknowledge my father, I'm not going to acknowledge you because you don't want to be acknowledged by me. Mm -hmm. Or I think it was ashamed of Christ. Um, oh. And you fail to acknowledge him, then he won't acknowledge you before the father. Yes. But we could also look at this another way too, right? He said, a tree is known by his fruit, its fruit, right? So we should be producing fruit and bearing with repentance, right? With yes. coming to the Lord. So what is the fruit? It's something that we should ask ourselves. Are we grieving the Holy Spirit first and foremost? Are we doing those things? Is the fruit of our life grieving the Holy Spirit? What do we see in there? Hmm. Is it all these things, gossip and malice and bitterness and wrath and all these, all these things that, are, that we've read about that are being mentioned? That's part of the fruit. Or are we bearing fruit in light with, I'll say, our works that resemble, that reflect God's nature, character, and attributes in our life, that we have repented and turned to him? He's our Heavenly Father, and we are his children. Which one are we, which side are we on? Mm -hmm. And there's, there's, um, I appreciate what you said, LaCharles, and I just want to say this. Mm -hmm. In the previous episode, I, we realized that you weren't saying that there's little sin and big sin and that you, you clearly understand the difference. We just got excited and jumped in there and, you yes. know, started going in on the word. So um, when it comes to grieving the Holy Spirit, um, Solomon and the Song of Solomon says, it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Mm-hmm. It's the little things that you choose to ignore that cause defilement because the little things lead to the heart becoming seared. And then now you've entered and you, you go towards the big things that are just um, the lewdness and the blatant sin against the Lord. So in verse 17, you really could read that as um, like the verse, the end where it says Gentiles, you really could just put the word unbelievers there. Because that's what that's designed to uh, be a type and shadow of and demonstrate mm. the people of God versus the people that are not of God. And that there's a difference and a distinction between someone who knows who God is and believes him and someone who has no understanding or knowledge of God. There should be a difference between them. And there's um, a separation, not that the Lord wanted, you know, people groups to be separated from each other. Our common thread is that we believe 
in the Lord. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as such, we live, look, walk, and act like our Lord and Savior, not acting like we don't have a Lord and Savior. We look just like unbelievers. So when we were unbelievers, our minds were futile because we determined we did not need God. We had not yet called on him and we decided we didn't want him. And what grieves the Lord is when we, as you said, we see that he's calling on us. We know better. And we go, no, Lord, I don't want to do that. And then persist and persist and persist. And the thing about the Lord that we always have to remember, it's not, he doesn't judge by what it looks like to my eyes. He judges by what he knows of the heart. He knows when I'm saying no to him, when anybody's saying no to him, he knows when someone doesn't recognize his voice and just is oblivious. And he knows when someone knows exactly who he is and yet says no. So it's important that we are using the grace that God has bestowed upon us the way that he wants it to be used. And we're not frustrating that we're not denying the Lord when he comes to us, but also understanding that it, it is a process step by step by step. And like Charles, you're, you, you put a smile on my face or you, it was funny to me in the last episode that you at 16, you just turned 16 has all these same complications that someone of more years, um, you know, the Lord's saying, change this. And you're like, but I've always done it this way, Lord. You're you're 16 and you're saying always as though you've lived a hundred years on the earth or, (laughs) you know, any, any significant point, but it just shows us that sin is common to humanity without Christ Jesus. And for all of us, as soon as you know him, he knows when you know him and there's an accountability so that you, So then you should put on the Lord every day, realizing that he's not fooled by, I'm only 16, you know, I'm (laughs) only a baby gaga sucking your thumb or, you know, whatever. He knows the difference. He knows the difference. And that also determines our heart towards God, you know, as a parent and having raised children, um, and still in the process. Um, I know the difference when you don't know something and you, you do something that's wrong. I might feel embarrassed. I might be upset, but I don't feel grieved until I know you know better and you look at it. And I know you looked at it with your eyeballs wide open and you determined to make the decision that was Uh contrary to what was already instilled in you, what was already taught and said, and you knew better. That's what causes grief as a parent. Um, So Holy Spirit knows the difference. So we have one daughter that's uh, an adult and had she not been trained, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> two, we have two. Well, you're still at home, baby girl. So <laughs> we, we have one who has flown from the nest and yes. we have two technically adult children. Let me say that. But you're you're still in transition mode, sweetie. So <laughs> just just stay back with the grace of God for now. Amen. Um, but when when I see that, you know, something. You know what I said. You heard my voice. You looked in my eyes. You nodded your head. You told, you understood, but then you went and made the wrong decision anyway. That brings grief because it means you you intended to be foolish. You intended that wrongdoing. That has a whole different connotation to the Lord than when you're ignorant. Like when he went to Nineveh and he said, they're ignorant. Shouldn't I pity them? The Lord pities us when we're ignorantly sinning. 
And he draws us in. He brings us to himself like a mother bringing in their children. But when we are intentional, when Nineveh was ignorant, they got grace and mercy. Right? Yes. yes. But then... So was it about a hundred years later or so? Just about a hundred years later. When yes. they knew After better. Jonah had, mm-hmm. had uh, visited them. Right. When Jonah went, they repented. They said, we didn't know. We're sorry. They repented and destruction was saved. It, it didn't happen to them. But then about a hundred years later or so, they knew better. They had, they, they had learned and had the opportunity to make different choices. And they said, well, we're going to go do this sin anyway. What happened? None of us destroyed. Goodbye off the earth because the Lord knows the difference. The Lord. So when he's saying the Holy spirit is grieved, it's because you heard the counsel. You heard the no, instruction. Yes. Uh, one could easily go, well, that was a hundred years later. Those people didn't hear it. Yes, but they did. no, they heard it through their parents and the generations before them that That's passed right. it down. And the that Lord actually lived out the experience and taught and trained and encouraged and admonished them, exhorted them and even rebuked them to continue on the path with the Lord. Amen. Amen. And God is the one who determines, like I told you, he knows when you know, he knows when you don't know. And you can go, you can try to fool someone on the outside, but you can never fool him because he's looking at the thoughts and intents of the heart. And the Lord has been talking a lot in the word about truth in this section. Amen. Truth, truth, truth. So you can try to lie, but he's not fooled by it. (laughs) He's not fooled. Don't, don't lie. But he also says throughout scripture, don't deceive yourself, right? Who deceived you? Who bewitched you? Depending on your translation, right? Like mm-hmm. in other words, you—he's—he's he's getting to the core of it. You lied to yourself mm-hmm. in order to go do these actions, out of have these attitudes mm-hmm. and behaviors within you, which are apart from the Lord. And what we're being encouraged in this section and throughout the Word is, no, address it, get down to the core, and uproot this from your life and replace that with the Lord, which who is the Word, who is truth. Amen. Amen. And verse 30, um, what was it? Verse 31, it says, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. The word let means allow the Holy Spirit to make this change in you. And as, as you said, promise in the, I believe it was a previous episode, when the Holy Spirit comes and he knocks and he goes, Hey, let's deal with this. I'm going to, I'm going to deal with the root of it. Cooperate. That's letting that take place in you, letting the Lord pour so much of himself in you that all the, the rubbish and, de, and the debris that's in, your, in you comes to the surface and is able to flow out. Don't retain things that he is trying to move out of your life because he is trying to do good for you. And again, the Lord knows when you know and when you understand. So, you know, as I, I see this part of the scripture, I see it as... The, the word of God and the mirror is being held up. And this is me. I get a glimpse into see what God is trying to do, what his heart is and what he's working on and why he's putting things here and how he wants me to cooperate. But the church consists of the people. And if I don't bring myself as a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. letting the Lord purify and remove anything that, creates defilement for me. And if I don't willingly participate with them, I can't ever hope to get to being a 
um, a pure vessel to be an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, etc., or even be a one that someone could pour into because I resist the truth. I resist the spirit of God. So for me, like, it's almost like I could start reading at verse 32 and then read back to verse one to right. see here's the, here's the process of how they, how any of this will come about. It starts with me making my choice for the Lord, you making your choice Amen. and each of us walking through this process with God so that we arrive at the destination that he would have us arrive at, um, which is walking worthy of the calling that we were called. Being conformed to his image in our lives that when they, people look at us and examine us, they don't see John or Kamisha or anyone else. They see Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for showing us your truth, Lord, and showing us the problems, Lord, so that we can go and correct it, Lord. And, Lord, I also thank you for giving us the strength and the ability to do so, Lord, and that you show us how to do it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.